self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am t'challa damn t'challa <laughs> calamity red okay <laughs> and we are conversation con artists back for you you didn't even say a, a female you could have said what's the sister name oh um begin with an s yeah no because she the, the only person in the movie that ever said i am is t'challa i am t'challa that's what he told mm. why i can't be t'challa i don't know <laughs> Be who the fuck you want to be in your head. <laughs> we are Conversation Con Artists back for another wonderful episode. You know, clearly we got Black Panther-itis from watching amazing. the amazing, wondrous film Black Panther. So excited. Still. And we're going to talk about some stuff surrounding Black Panther later. But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarnartists at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send us a private message. And or we, on SoundCloud. Or on SoundCloud, but if you do it on SoundCloud, everybody gonna see it. <laughs> no, because... We got a message on SoundCloud from oh. Rockman3k3. Send it to our inbox. Oh, I didn't know we had an inbox. Yeah, there is a SoundCloud inbox. Oh, okay. Well, send it to us on SoundCloud. I do want to encourage y'all to head over to iTunes or whatever medium you listen to the podcast on and give us a little review. Take your friend's iPhones, go to podcast, <laughs> put in Conversation Con Artists, just go ahead and review it. Don't really care what you say. Just want some feedback. You know, that'll be helpful. But let me say it like you. But I, I don't. Everybody always makes fun of how I, I think say. You're gonna but. try to stop saying it. You're gonna try to stop saying it since <laughs> y'all started making fun of me. Since before. government names started roasting your ass about it, you're gonna try to stop. I didn't even recognize I was doing it. Like when you say that, some shit coming behind it. <laughs> you finna say some shit. And I don't know if everybody else agree with it, but you mean the shit out of it. <laughs> I didn't even recognize I was doing it today. Start pointing it out. All right, this is Rockman Three K Three from the Nerd Plate Podcast. Hopefully, it's not as bad as some of this other shit you've been sending lately. Love you, Cliff. Look, as long as you keep letting that fire burn, it's I can't help it. See, you know, sometimes you gotta play Ray Charles to this shit for people to be like. It's not effective anymore. It's really hard for me to do that. I know it is. That's why this shit gonna keep burning. Let it burn like Usher, but oh. not in the pants. Oh, Jesus. Rockman three K three says, "Hey guys, Rockman three K three here again. Once again, great show. Just wanted to pose a question to you guys that is video game related. What do you guys look for in an RPG? What do you like to see in it? What do you expect from it?" Also, check out The Kingdom with Hell on www.reddreamsint.com. Thanks, guys, and keep on pontificating life. <laughs> pontificating. That's a $1,000 word. It is. But uh, Rockman3k3 is half of the Nerd, Nerd Play, Play podcast, and he just knows a lot about video games. He does. Like an intense amount of information about video games. <laughs> so does. if you are looking for some video game information... Holler at the Nerd Plate Podcast. Because them niggas know. <laughs> uh, but he is also 
creating his own RPG. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's cool. I imagine this question is part input from the world about RPGs. Yeah, and a part of it is just you know a general interest for dialogue's sake about what people look for in RPGs. So does what do you look for in an RPG? Does Tomb Raider count? Tomb Raider does not count. I mean, so <laughs> Tomb Raider is an action game. What 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 makes it an RPG then? A role playing game. I'm playing the role of Lara Croft. <laughs> so I think that you are supposed to be immersed in a world of an individual that interacts with his environment she or her environment. Her environment. No, she destroy her environment. Well, and she interact with it when she can. She interact in the general sense, she but does. in game form, she don't interact with the environment. She shoots shit, she press buttons, and she go. Interacting with the environment in the role-playing game, I think, is talking to people, Give me getting an quests. Fallout is, you know what Fallout is? Skyrim. Okay. Scrim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oblivion. I haven't Going back Oblivion. to 360 days. Uh, if you want to go back further than that, Morrowind. I had never even heard of that. But from my vantage point a role playing game is just a game where you are a character and you go talk to the other characters to learn learn about this immersive world and you become a you become a player in that game so the sims the sims can be a role playing game yeah the sims, i'll count the sims sims is a role playing game i played the shit out of the sims so like let me expose my nerd <laughs> i had a a sims blog where i would take gameplay and like make stories out of the gameplay that I did and I had created an entire fucking city and sub cities um that had all these different characters I had like a band I had a police chief like I, I just had an entire city and so I like that I was able to like I like being able to control every little aspect of, of their lives and, and and you blogged about it I did so you created <laughs> like, <hardcore>. like <laughs> you created stuff. so what can't you do in the game like you can't do that in the game mm. like for every character is there like a a notes you can click on the character and create a whole story for this person or something like uh, that you can but like every character or just your main character well all the characters are your, like Oh, so, all the characters well, so you have people that you control and then you have people you interact with, but the people you interact with can become people that you control if you include them in your household. So like through either marriage or just asking them to move in with you. So like they're called townies. Townies are the people that you can't control, but you can control townies if you invite them into your home, then they become a controllable player. Uh, some of the stuff like that, like okay, so like as far as storytelling goes, no, you couldn't really do it in game because most of like m most of like the story came from my head. You wouldn't get it, like you wouldn't watch me playing the game and understand exactly what the fuck was going on without the, my descriptions. So like mm. I took steel shots from the game, and that's what my blog was. And it was fucking popular. I had people complimenting and like, I, I was like hardcore <laughs> into this for like a while. <laughs> and I built an entire city. Like I started out with like a few families and I built up an entire city. 
So this took me years. Like mm. this is how immersive was. In it. That's that's deep. That's it's heavy. deep. It's deep. Like and like my blog was like it. It was crazy. It's still up. It's still up. I haven't played in forever though. So like I left all of the stories open ended and never fucking fit. But like I even got like I had alien storyline and I built like a an alien planet for the aliens to be. I had like a um storyline with like elves and elves are not actually in the game so like that was one of those things that i kind of created and came up with the rules for myself and that's why i like the sims because it is so open-ended that i could do whatever the fuck i want to do and make it whatever it is that i want to make it so that's one of the things that i like is that it was very open-ended and i could do whatever so like there's not real elves in the game but i took there are witches so i took the witches powers and and turn them into elven powers and i just didn't do shit with the witches so what you're saying is the allure to a game for you is your ability to be omnipotent yes all-knowing <laughs> you make me benevolent <laughs> that sounds horrible so you think you're a god i am a, i am the god for them i control everything i kill your i kill your wife son Get that bitch a heart attack. Because they die. The Sims die. They they have ghosts. Like, if you if you bury them and, and their ghosts will, like, come and fuck up the house and shit, like, So, yeah. I came across this article this morning, actually. Had no idea you were going to say the Sims for your <laughs> thing, but apparently it's a list. It's two years old, and it's a bunch of these, but the worst things that people have ever done in the Sims. Ah. Uh, I can imagine some of the things. Let's let's see. I, I don't really know what you're capable of doing in the Sims. So I didn't read anything. the list. I didn't read the list this morning. Okay, let's see. You can literally do anything. I was too lazy to actually build my own home from scratch, and so whenever I started a new file, my immediate goal was to move into the nicest house already on the map. <laughs> well, I scoped it out, and a nice couple lived there. So naturally, I. Had an affair with the lady of the house, convinced her to divorce her husband and stay in the house, married her, moved into the house, knocked her up for good measure, divorced her, and kicked her out of the house. It was a nice house. Damn. Yes, you can. You can do all that shit? Yes, you can. They they can cheat. You get married. You can cheat. You can break up. You can have, like, illegitimate kids and shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you can be a horrible person in a game? Yes. In a, yes. Absolutely. I built a haunted house and killed like three families for the cemetery. The game literally gave me a pop-up saying the Sims is a life simulation and that I'm killing too many Sims. <laughs> Damn. Wonder which Sims, because it's like been, there are four, I think, the Sims, four, I wonder which Sims. But all of them have been, like I'm telling you, when somebody dies, you could put their gravestone in the backyard or you can build a church and put it there. And it go, you can go at night and it's fucking ghosts floating around and shit. <laughs> One time I killed a Sim by drowning. Then I made everyone show up to his funeral in swimwear. Oh, that's fucked up. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> swimwear. Disrespectful. It's disrespectful as hell. In The Sims 3, I managed to give a, a heat of the moment kiss in on death after a few accidental deaths. I took a picture of it. I'll see if I can find it on my computer. So it's a picture of this dude kissing death. Yeah. So death actually shows up in the game? So when somebody dies, death shows up with his, what is it, Sith? Is that what it is? I thought it was Scythe. Scythe. He shows up his Scythe. And so, okay. So 
when you die of old age, it's a couple of ways that this could go because you have aspirations in the game. Your aspiration can be red. It could be green. Red, obviously bad. Green is you doing all right. Gold is you doing really well. And then platinum is what you want. If you die while platinum, death shows up with like some hula girls and shit. And like, <laughs> and you get to like go off and it's like this nice situation. But if you die and your shit was in red, it's like a lot more scary <laughs> when, when death shows up. But yeah, like it's a bunch of, it's like, so Sims 2 is what I played. I play, I have Sims 3. I wasn't like a huge fan and I haven't gotten Sims 4, but that's, I do plan to get it. Um, so I can get back into simming because I've been not simming for a while, but it was all kind of characters like death was a character you couldn't control without like fucking your game up like they you know they um they have all of these so cheat codes yeah they have mod game. you can mod the game but you risk fucking it up and like to fuck it up to have death is kind of stupid to me but death um there was a vacation game where like you could meet a ninja that would teach you how to, t to teleport if you could like catch him and, and get him to teach it to you. Uh, Bigfoot was somebody that you could meet on vacation. And then what was the other one? That The Asian one was the ninja. I think the, the mountains was the, oh, it, it was an old man that would teach you a story. That wasn't all that great. But it's a lot of shit you can do in the Sims. You could really fuck shit up if you wanted to. Or you could like make them have an amazing life. And so I had a little bit of both, right? Because the world is it has some good, some bad. So like I had one of my storylines was like the aliens, they weren't invading, but their planet was going to end, right? So because their planet was going to end, they were going to have to come down and populate Earth. They didn't want to get rid of the people. They just kind of wanted to live among them. So their <laughs> their plan was to like make a bunch of half human, half alien babies because they felt like the humans would be less likely to kill it if it was part human. So a lot of people started getting abducted and impregnated. And in The Sims, men can be abducted and men can give birth to an alien baby. <laughs> so like where it come out of? It's the same. They like swing around in a circle and the baby's there. So like But I mean, we gotta have an explanation. Is I it mean, coming out the pee hole? Well, no, I would assume in my head they got a C section done. They just cut it out your belly. What if they didn't? Did the baby just grow until it burst out punch out alien the style? It'd be like alien. You saying alien? Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's horrible. But in the Sims, it they just swung around and had the baby. So I had like a family that was like this well-established, well-respected family that the dad got abducted. And so then they had to keep it a secret. And so like there was an ambassador, like I got really in-depth in this shit. There was an ambassador on Earth for the alien planet. And the ambassador's job was to one, go and give support to whoever it was that got impregnated Two, the person who got impregnated had an option whether they wanted to keep the baby and raise it or give the baby to the ambassador for the ambassador to raise it so of course because this family was established and didn't want to have to explain how the fuck they had i think the baby was like green a green baby they were one of the families that were like fuck this no you take the baby and and, and raise the baby so you made a whole me too society with aliens i did <laughs> Damn shame. How like, this feel, men's? 
<laughs> how it feels. And like the way they get abducted, like he had to they have to go outside and be like looking up through the in at the stars with a telescope. And if they stay out there long enough, an alien spaceship comes and gets them and like takes them away. And then the game fast forwards and then they get dropped back off <laughs> and they're pregnant. That's horrible. <laughs> Women can get pregnant too, but like, cause it's an alien situation. Like the game, this is not a modded game. The regular game, men could have babies. Okay, so what you're looking for in an RPG is an open ended experience yes. that you have as much control mm -hmm. as there is possible to have. And a moddable game. I did have some mods in my game, like because the limits of the game kept me from being able to do some of the stuff that I wanted to do or some of the more realistic stuff. So I like that there were people that modded, that came up with mods, easy to install mods too. Um, and so my game became pretty modded by the end. So I'm on the other end of that spectrum. <laughs> when it comes to RPGs, I'm okay with having a relatively linear experience no. as long as the storytelling is fantastic. Like every single game I play, whether it's action or RPG, there has to be an upgrading element of surprise to keep my attention. Cause I got such a low attention span for games. So for, for like God of war, does that an RPG? I won't call God. No, I won't call God. It's a hack See, and slash. See, all of the ones that I like or I don't think are RPGs. It's a hack and slash with mini games. Assassin's Creed? Uh, the new Assassin's Creed. I played the new one. Yes. Okay. It, it, it's, it's an action game with RPG elements. It's not so much hinging upon a lot of the people's story. You're just doing, going and doing random stuff for the people. I don't think But I, I mean, my... it, it's, it's close to an RPG. I mean, Rockman 3K... Three can probably clear it up better for me exactly what an RPG is and what the difference between a an RPG where you're deeply involved in dialogue and mm -hmm. your fights are not, you know, like hack and slash. Mm -hmm. They like menu driven fights and whatnot. But it's a difference between them two. two I don't scales. think I've actually played an RPG on console then. Like I played on computer on pc but i don't think i've ever played one because well, all the ones that i'm describing you're saying are like ac action well like flash. i said i'm okay with having a linear experience i really don't even like making many decisions when what? it came to mass effect which loved that series mm -hmm. basically a human basically earth <laughs> is just earth mm -hmm. we don't know shit but all of the other aliens in the universe have found a way to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but they create like a consulate out of space. Mm -hmm. We fucked around and found this thing called the mass relay, which teleports all of the other species to the main stage. And humans finally found out that all of these aliens are here. And because of our lacking technology, we ain't shit to nobody. <laughs> like, we like roaches to them. That's terrible. Like, y'all stupid dumbasses don't even know how to get up here. Shut your ass up. <laughs> y'all ain't finna have no space in this consulate. Damn. We ain't finna respect y'all. Y'all the weakest of all the species because you got big species that's ridiculously strong. Mm -hmm. Then you got some species that's ridiculously smart. Then you got some that live for like thousands of years. And we just deal. We ain't got shit. <laughs> we don't have shit as humans. Yeah. And but the main character, for 
for some reason it's connected to something that went on in the past and he goes on to show them that humans is worth a shit you know clearly that would happen in a story that's written by humans of course <laughs> you know <laughs> but at least the racism is is uh Limited to species that don't exist. <laughs> I don't know why that whole thing reminded me of the Council of Ricks. <laughs> the Council of Ricks. <laughs> you know, in uh, in Marvel, I, and I, I, I'm pretty sure this is where they got it from. There's a Council of Reeds. Oh. Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. It's a Council of Reeds. Like basically, oh, he's supposed to be the smartest person. Him and Doctor Doom was supposed to be some of the smartest people in the Marvel universe. You know, there's a lot of people that. Match with them. That probably is where they got Black Panther damn little sister. She oh, she yeah. gotta be somewhere. But oh, they yeah. like on a quantum physics type life and existence level, some of the smartest people that exist in the universe. And like Reed the Council of Reeds has like some of them have the infinity gauntlet. Like they'll show like a whole room full of the Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Some of them have the Infinity Gauntlet. Some of them have all these different weapons and tools from other characters and stuff. Just because from different universes, different things happen. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. But Mass Effect was a really linear story experience. It's only so much you can do. Mm -hmm. But you had a couple of instances of variety. You could, at certain points, you could choose which people you take with you on missions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they could die. Or... You could not recruit somebody that would have normally been in the game and it alters the game somehow for you because you don't have that person because one of them might be a fighter and can help you with skills one of them might be a scientist that can help you with science they can help you with things um but they had this overall system called renegade paragon system mm-hmm. it's basically every time you got a special moment with a character or dialogue you can either choose paragon with left trigger or a renegade with right trigger the renegade you would do some badass shit like you know if you was trying to interrogate somebody you might whip out your pistol shoot next to their head and miss them by an inch just to intimidate them into doing what you need them to do damn or the paragon route would be you're diplomatic mm. and both of them would give you points to be able to unlock different stuff i don't really even like those decisions because i always choose the good side i never choose the side that gives you negative points i don't care if it's fable which in Fable, you could choose to be a good guy or a bad guy. I don't care if it's Fallout, where you could choose to be a good guy or a bad guy. I don't care if it's Mass Effect, where you could choose to be a renegade or a paragon. I always choose the good route. I can never stay on the path of creating an evil character. And even if I start the game over with the intent of making an evil character, I just, I, I, just, I can't do it. So I'm okay with having a linear experience, but in my RPGs, it has to tell a good story. Mass Effect told a great story for me. So you and like the Sims don't have. Oh yeah, no, I, I hate the Sims. Yeah, it doesn't have an it's, ending. There's it's no fucking po- just life. It is. Why? Yeah. F- why would I want to play that? Because you get to control it. You don't have control. Of I your can control life. my life. No, you cannot to a certain extent. Not to the extent you can control these little people. But I don't have to though. I don't have to control my life to that extent. I don't have to control my life to that extent, but I enjoy controlling their lives to that extent. And like, as far as being evil, I have. I played Dante's Inferno. Have you ever played Dante's Inferno? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did. Game. I played a demo of it before. So, you, when you kill someone, when you kill your enemies, you have an option to either save them or damn them. I damn so many people. No. <laughs> I damned so many people. Well, uh, I just, I, I did the Sims just don't appeal to me at all. I mean, it's some of the little things you got to do in it are so tedious. Like, 
going to the bathroom and eating. Yes. I play I think I played one version of the Sims that was on Xbox 360. It had to be a bad version of it because I don't think they had the eating, drinking and and going to the bathroom system tweaked well enough because it's like you couldn't really do anything else in the game because you constantly had to figure out how to eat, drink and sleep. <laughs> and I'm like yeah. I had to keep going to the house and man I'm like this is just irritating to me. Well, can't now, play that. So I played The Sims 2. My blog was made based off of The Sims 2. 3 and 4 probably would be more up your alley because it's more, there's more things for you to accomplish than it is like just living life. Like, um, I went to one of my clients' houses and when I get to their houses, whatever they're doing when I get there, they're doing it. I don't interrupt them. I let them finish and then we start our session. Mm-hmm. 12-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. And He's playing The Sims. Okay. And he's like, I got to go to work. But my wife is pregnant. Oh, no. She's going into labor. I got to get home. And I'm like, well, how do you go to the hospital? And he was like, you don't go to the hospital. You just spin around and have a baby. And I'm yeah. like, why are you you 12 years old? Why are you worrying about grown folks shit <laughs> in a game? I don't know. It, it's it a was over my head. Simulated. Like, and I think The Sims is one of those games that either you get it or you don't. Like, the people who get it, it's like, it's the most amazing game ever. And the people that don't, it's like, I don't understand why the fuck people like, but it's such a popular game. The Sims franchise has made so much money because it is a popular game because I, I want to try Sims 4 because it is a lot more, it's less modded um, and it's a lot more there's more activities that I would have to do uh, and I want to try that. I, I I do like the open... I'm always going to keep my Sims too because it's the most open-ended of all of them, I feel like. Um, the Sims 3 and 4, they start trying to make it more like a game where there's like stuff for you to accomplish and mm-hmm. like achievements for you to get. And, yeah. Um, the Sims 2 didn't have all of that shit. So. Well, what I expect out of my RPGs is a really good story. And I think it got to be like TV shows for me. Like the TV shows that I continue to watch is when it ends, I want to know what's going to happen. And I'm here for, like, I want to know what's going to happen on the next episode. Like if I'm watching a show that's somewhat interesting, but I don't really care what's going to happen on the next episode because they don't write it in a suspenseful enough yeah, way. Yeah, I like for them to wrap up each episode. I, I, don't like that I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love those shows that have a a main topic for that show Mm -hmm. but the overarching story adds some suspense onto Mm -hmm. it like the blacklist is one of my shows in that show raymond reddington is this concierge of crime he knows everybody in the underworld he's been a fugitive for 20 years and for some reason he walked into the fbi surrender Mm -hmm. and he just he's uncapturable but every single show focuses on somebody that he has on his list that the FBI want to capture and he help them. But he has this agenda as to why he's helping them capture each mm-hmm. individual person. So we get closer and closer to understanding his agenda moving forward. The main focus of that show, which is the character that they after makes the show good. The overarching story made me want to see the next episode. Mm-hmm. So with, with a game I'm playing, the story got to be something that says this is finna happen. And you know, something finna happen, but you don't know what. And it's just going to keep leading and leading and leading until you get that reward at the end. And yeah. hopefully it's a reward. For Mass Effect, 
people didn't think it was a reward. <laughs> they didn't like the end of the series. They put in bids for them to change the ending, and they did. I don't think they should have, but they did. But I'd like for it to be some kind of compelling story that helps me get to the end in my RPGs. See, I'm wrapped up in nine one one. The show It's good. I like Bassett in it. Yeah, it's good. Like her, her character's issue is not what I expected it to be when I started watching the show. She has a gay husband. She got a gay husband. Yes, like who was gay the whole time they had kids, and then he decided that he wanted to live his life and be gay and. They were going to like therapy and he was like, you knew I was gay when you married me. You didn't care. So her her storyline was surprising because I just thought like maybe they was having fun. Because they, they revealed this on the very first show. I, they revealed tension. And then the, the that first show goes on and I'm thinking, oh, you know, probably he cheated or she cheated. Or, but when he announces to the kids that he's gay, I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I didn't see that coming. Okay. But they I like it because they have the 911 situations that get resolved. And then they, it's like one of those shows where like the characters' lives and what's going on in their individual lives is is part of the show, but like my main reason for watching it is for the 911 situations that they get involved in. Cuz I work for 911, so it's extremely interesting to me. So I guess that answered that question. All right. So there it time. is. Uh, check out The Kingdom Withheld on uh, www.reddreamsint.com and just see what Rockman 3K3 got going on. Next question. This is a long one. It's a lot of input. Is this from, is this the video one? Yes. Okay. It's Doug Demodome, owner of the Demsdale Demodome. Hullabaloo and howdy do, con artists. What's up, family? And Red, you may go ahead and uncringe yourself because I'm sure you've already prepared for me to A, go out of my way to make you uncomfortable yep. as possible, B, talk in some form or fashion about the greatness that is the Migos gang, oh, or nigga. C, call or refer to you in any of the names I know you hate. <laughs> this email has none of those things, or at least not right at this specific line that you are reading. Stop. I hate him so much. <laughs> I have a melanin challenged white co-worker among me and they have i have melanin challenged white co-workers among me and they've always expressed expressed some questions about black people and i was hoping that you could answer some of them because i personally cannot either do to my own personal brand of ignorance or lack of actual information they are <laughs> as follows please read this in the whitest way possible okay oh jesus <clears throat> now you didn't gave him a challenge <laughs> Why do black people get to claim black love? If a white person famous enough said it, there will be a backlash. 1A, do I personally get to claim black love since my partner is white? All right. Okay. So why do people get to claim? Why do black people get to claim black love? But for the same way black people get to claim anything black is because we've been told for the longest that black is for fucking terrible. It's awful. It's horrible. As a white person, white man that asked that question, you have never had to defend your love. Like it's never been a thing. It's never been an issue. That's why you don't have to say anything about white love. <laughs> like 
I don't understand why that's such a difficult concept for people to get. Like, what we claim, black anything, is because we've been told for so long that being black is like, it's beneath, it's it's less than. I don't understand why y'all have a problem with us big up in each other. Like, shit, can we but do that? But we're all the same. We're not white man <laughs> because you make more money than i do and it's not because you're more educated and it's not because you have more experience it's because you're a white man and i'm a black woman so miss me with that shit but we all bleed the same color i mean given we found out using whips on you <laughs> but we all bleed the same no and this is why i don't have conversations with white people like that but that's the reason why black love is and then you had all of this forced mixing of of the races through rape and, and rape culture in and during slavery um so it, you don't need to claim white love because it's never been a thing it's never been an issue for y'all like you, you've been fine there's there's no reason for you to claim white love white man <laughs> the 1a um well, let me let me let me answer the the why do black people get to claim black love? Um, I just think that going along with what what you said, black people have edit everything stripped from them yeah, all the time. You know, like <laughs> over the course of history. I mean, yeah. black people couldn't even legally get married. That's what jumping the broom was. Yep, jumping the broom was. They ain't gonna let us get fucking married. Fuck them bitches. Put that broom right there. <laughs> hey everybody, if y'all want to get married to who you love, jump over this broom. You're married now. Yeah. Like that's what it was. Yep. And not only did that happen, but that still wasn't recognized by white people. Nope. You know. So black people, in order to be with each other, have always, over the course of history, had to fight to be with each other. Mm -hmm. Whether you're talking about slavery, where your mate could be sold off at any point in time. Yep. Well, your mate can be beaten and killed at any given time. Or raped and yeah, well, impregnated. Your, your lady can be raped man. and impregnated. Like, anything could be happening. So, black people over the course of history have had to fight to be together. Yep. And there were a lot of barriers that have kept that from going. So, and I think it's one of those things where when you experience something traumatic, in order to convince yourself that it, it is real, you kind of overexert yourself with mm. that thing. You overexert that thing in your life. So it's like a part of us saying black love and black power is us trying to convince ourselves that the shit we've been taught ain't real. Yep. That that, that black is whack. <laughs> that white is right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that straight hair is the best. You know, black women are just coming to a point where they are accepting their fucking natural hand. I love that shit, you yep. know? And it's just so many things that's going on in our history that the residual effects of it have left us with the remnants that we have to convince ourselves that black love is, is great and black power and to be excited about a movie like Black Panther, which we will get to later. Oh, yeah. But that's a big part of why I think black people claim black love. Now, when you say why do they get to claim black love, I just don't really think. When you say, well, how do they, why do they get to do it? It makes it sound as if it's a privilege. I just don't think it's a privilege because it is rooted in trauma. It's rooted in pain. I don't think it's like a, I don't think it's something someone should aspire to have to say. Well, like, I wish black people can just say it's love. But in that same sense, I wish we never would have went through the shit that put us in a position 
to have to claim shit because we black. Anytime I hear white people say that shit, like y'all have everything. You literally have everything. Anytime you feel like it's some shit that, oh, we we don't have that. We can't do that. That's a problem. Like you have everything. Like whenever I hear somebody say, well, if I said it, it would be a problem. Or if, why can't, you know, if I said white love, you don't have to have everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, we can do that, and you cannot do it, and it, it could be just fine. But I feel like some white people is you're so used to having everything that if something comes along that you can't have or that you can't say, then it's like this. It just hurts you so bad because it's like I, I can, I, been, I do everything. Why can't I do this thing? Why does it matter to you? Why why is this something you want to do? It's the same way with nigga. Like I get so sick and tired of uh, why can't I say it? Why do you want to? You got everything else in the world. You have the jobs, you have the money, you have the land, you have all of these things. Why the fuck do you have to have this word too? Like y'all get so upset when you can't have something or when you feel like somebody's telling you that you can't do something that you push against it so hard and, and so you have to to derive the the thing that you can't have and it's like dude just relax like y'all don't have to have everything and i think a lot of white america when they hear something like black love they're hearing it from a group that is trying to be treated equally from their perspective, mm -hmm. but continues to bring color into the situation. The truth of the matter is, we are never going to be treated equally no. in this country nope. by the system and by the culture. We can be treated equally by individuals. Yeah. That being said, Red, I'm putting in a bid for me and you okay. to change a part of a dialogue that we use. Because we say white people all the time. <laughs> some right? white people? Do we need to put some? I want to say alt-white. Alt-white. Oh. <laughs> alt-white. Alt because I, I just, I always, I do it a lot in the podcast when we're having this dialogue. I always say, if it ain't if it ain't you, a hit dog don't holler. Is it, so if it ain't you. <laughs> that's what my grandma said. That's like, if, it, if it ain't you, then it ain't, you. we ain't talking about you. And that's a given. But I'm going to start using alt-white. Alt-white. Alt I'm going to start using alt-white for the group of white people who don't get it who ain't gonna get it who always need to be talked to who always got these questions who always have a bullshit ass dialogue and everybody else you either get it you're seeking to get it or you can be transitioned to getting it through some dialogue yeah so i'm gonna use i'm gonna start all using white. all white i'll try i mean you, i'm gonna correct you yeah well, you as much to. as i can <laughs> but uh and yes, if a white person famous enough said it, there would be a backlash. We live in a society full of double-edged swords. Yeah. Ain't no way to get away from that. <laughs> it's not. You know, you can't you can't have the advantages in your world and be mad at people for pointing out the discrepancies even though we wanted to be equal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the fact that we wanted to be equal and it's not don't really give you a, a, a place to criticize what we're asking for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think in that sense, it's going to continue to be a backlash by white people doing things that infringe on the desires of black people. And like I said, if I'm right and our society is never going to be equal, it's always going to be a double-edged sword with that. It's always going to be a double-edged sword with oppressed groups versus the group that they're trying to not be oppressed by. It's going to be that same dynamic from men to women. It's going to be that same dynamic from gay to straight. It's going to be that same dynamic from black to white. Yeah. 
And it's going to be a different dynamic from black to other browns. Yeah. You know, like at least other cultures who are in this country got to come over here on their own terms. Yeah. They might have been escaping some bullshit, but they got to come over here with their family and their ideals and they, you know, way of life, uh, uh, you know, attached to it. And stay with their family you know? instead of getting pulled away. I mean, the only other people, the people that got the shit in of the stick, I I don't like to put people shit on a scale, but damn, <laughs> slavery and Native Americans, yeah, the Trail of Tears and slavery, that shit was some fuckery. Yeah. Every other culture that's coming here and that has had waged war against them from the Europeans, including Irish, including Scottish, including traditional cultures that were distinct cultures that are now just white <laughs> italian all of them are just white now yeah you know but like that's a part of the reason that there is a backlash and that there's going to continue to be a backlash white people can't continue to say ain't nothing going on and call us out on it without us saying hey shit still fucked up yep that's where the backlash come from people who the alt-white who don't think that the shit is a problem but it is a problem and they want it to be equal on their end, but it's not equal. So they call you out like it's always going to be a backlash until mm. there is equality, which I don't think they're ever going to be. No. And one, do I personally get to claim black love since my partner is white? No. <laughs> I don't know. Is it black because it's two people in, in the black love? I think that is what it is. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'll, anytime I've seen people like hashtag black love is to black folks. So I think that. I think that you grown as fucking you can do whatever you want to do. I just don't think any of us should have to feel like we want to be put under them labels or need to be put under them labels. No, because listen, y'all have met your significant other and she seems amazing. I've only had, you know, minimal interactions with her. Black, white, whatever. She's an amazing person. So I think she's should... Italian. She's dark white. <laughs> she's dark white. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> um, she is an amazing she, person. She's close. She's feels closer to us. <laughs> Definitely closer than us. She's on the other spectrum of other end of the spectrum of alt white. Oh my god! Yeah, far she, other end. She is. She's uh, she's amazing. So I think just you getting to claim her as, as your soon to be wife should be enough. I don't think y'all need a label. You need a hashtag. And like I said, I don't want black love to be a label. Yeah, I want it to be. I don't want to have to think about black. Yeah. That's what America has done to us. It makes us, it forces the component of race into our psyche. Mm -hmm. It's done that shit for me for 33 years. And now all of my peers in this same age group are having to find ways to emphasize the importance of black. Yeah. I don't want that to exist. I want, I don't want black to be at the forefront of my thought. You know, you don't want your kids to think about black, you know, all the, Friends I have that have kids, they talk about how we, you go into daycare center and there's white kids hugging and black kids hugging and they friends with anybody. But the older they get, the more black friends the black kids get and the more yeah. white friends the white kids get. Like, I would, I would like to live in a society where I could be 33 and have that same concept of race that them little kids have. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't have that here. No. So I just... Just have love. Yeah. If you're in a situation where you can just have love, just have that. Yeah. You know, they got a whole bunch of interracial love tags. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They got that shit, but like, the only reason that shit exists is because 
as I'm sure you know, when you walk around, it's people that staring at you crazy. <laughs> you live in Alabama. A black man and a white woman together, well, they still gonna get stares. He's mighty yellow. <laughs> One drop rule. <laughs> Paper bag test. He even gonna fail the pencil test. Oh yeah. Yeah. He can he can stick a pencil in his beard and it sit there. <laughs> he gonna fail that test. <laughs> Yeah. Those are all the tests that they used to determine whether you were black in the early days before they had fucking common sense. <laughs> before they had Ancestry.com. Two. Why do black people claim that Jesus was black or God for that matter? Jesus was indeed of bronze skin and hair like wool, but wouldn't that make him more of an Arab person since he was technically born in the Middle East? What? <laughs> the why do you Jesus was born in Africa. Am I right? Where is... Above the Nile is still Africa, even though Egypt is... They don't claim to be Africans mm -hmm. because I think they distinguish themselves from yes. the lower yeah. than the Nile. Mm -hmm. But I think all that took place in Africa. I, I don't think much of that took place in Asia. The Middle East is different than Africa, right? Where's Jerusalem? Jer I don't... So you Bethlehem. Know, you know we don't do well with fucking geography. <laughs> don't make me lie. <laughs> Let's see where Bethlehem was. I got my computer in front of me, y'all. Because if I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. Bethlehem is in South Africa. <laughs> That's where Jesus was born. Yeah. So, if J Joseph and Mary walked to that bitch, <laughs> ain't no way in hell they was from Asia. <laughs> Here's my thing. Why do you like why 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 are you bothered again, white man? <laughs> like, well, first he off, ain't white. Well, first off, and let's, that's the Jesus, all white man. Is that better? <laughs> that's the Jesus that we get pushed on us. The Jesus that we see is a white Jesus, and and so I'm glad that you said that, uh, Mr. Alt-White Man, because so that what that means is that all of this shit that, that's been thrown out here is wrong as fuck, because the, the white Jesus is what I see all the time. Most of the Bible probably wrong, okay? <laughs> let's let's get that out of the way. It's, it's a template, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's like a loose recipe. <laughs> like at the end you, you're trying to get a product at the end which is a, a person in the heaven but it's a loose guide it ain't really go here go there do this cause if if God started sending me messages about killing you red <laughs> I ain't about to go to jail for that shit see Abraham he could afford that he lived in a time where there were no laws yeah. and he was out there in the desert he could have killed that boy and got away with it we can't do that shit today. No. I'm sorry. Different times is different. Okay? The Bible is just wait, a loose. Wait. So the only reason you wouldn't kill me is because you would go to jail? I just want to make sure I got that part straight. Is the prison sentence that you would get. Listen, Red. Red, in this scenario, God is real. Okay. In this scenario, God has talked to me and told me to kill you. That I got to go. I got to die. Yes, I don't want to go to prison, Red. But I'm defying God to keep you alive. <laughs> but you gonna defy him to keep your ass out of prison? Hey, no. Two, what? Double-edged sword. We live in a society of double-edged sword. Look, no, you gotta take nigga. your life. If I gotta protect myself to protect you, what's the problem? 
<laughs> what is the problem? You're but, alive. But you're I'm not, not in jail. protecting me. My booty safe. <laughs> you're protecting your butt. That's what you're protecting. You ain't protecting me. Because if it wasn't illegal, I'd be dead right now. You take me out. You're protecting your ass. And just, I happen to benefit from you protecting your ass. <laughs> you're really making an argument for me to murder you. I mean, you're making an argument for you murdering me. No, I'm making an argument for you not to be murdered for whatever reason. <laughs> but you saying, oh, saving your ass ain't good enough to keep me alive. Murder me. No. If it's for your own selfish ass, murder me. That's what I hear you saying. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is I should be just as good of a reason as your ass <laughs> to not die. 45, 55. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you which one is which. I'm not gonna tell you which one is 45 and which one is 55. Oh, I'm gonna let you soak on that. Okay. So, first off, <laughs> alt white man. Well, no, this might be white man. We don't know if he alt white. He, he's at least inquisitive about the situation. This might be white man. All right. Why do black people claim that? First off, where where are you that you talking to Hotep and black Israelites? Well, my mama got a black Jesus. <laughs> No, I mean black a Jesus. Ass black black Jesus. Jesus is different than black people claiming that Jesus was black or God. I think probably starting to get into that black Israelite hotel dialogue. Oh no, not that all... black people are gods. What I read that is is they they think that God is black and Jesus is black. Okay, well, we're going to go with your assertion because I don't even want to get in that other shit. And I don't <laughs> think white people... Shit. White people don't... I just think that's a group white people ain't really no. abreast of right now. Man, like the hotels ain't finna talk to white people. That, that's, no, what that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so, I don't think that's the case. No, so I so, think they meant God and Jesus is black. Well, if the word... See, the word claim is what throws off this whole system because claim asserts that it's not true. <laughs> Why do y'all claim that Jesus is black? Have you ever seen God, white man? Like, he might be black. Not even that. The only way Jesus can be... Jesus was born in Bethlehem in South Africa, bro. <laughs> the only way Jesus can be not black is if he was albino. That's the only way. But then he would have had an afro. He yeah. wouldn't have had long, straight hair. He didn't have... Did he? His, it said his hair was like wool. Well, I'm have, going off the pictures that... That he thinking about when he asking yeah. this question. He thinking about the Jesus he know. But wool, sheep's wool is not straight. Sheep's wool it's is not. my hair. <laughs> my hair is sheep's wool. I'm just saying, if Jesus was not brown, he was albino. That's the only option. <laughs> and I, that's the politically incorrect way to say it. it's supposed to be Albanese. But I think, you know, Albanese people accept it as albino just like Latinos accept Hispanic. Yeah. You know, so it, I don't think that it's that big of a deal, but that's the only way. But he still won't have long straight hair unless he got a blowout kid or perm that junk. Yeah, and I don't think they was doing that. At the no, time. they weren't doing that. No. So you can forego science. <laughs> you can forego the fact that a nation that is full of sun. I mean, they, they literally made kill Nef a white person. They just ne made Nefertiti white, so. Obviously, they are willing to A nation full sides. of dirt and sun will literally kill a white person. You and I know that. I'm saying they if willing you ain't to careful. go against science. Clearly, um, Charlize Theron and all the other white people that were born in South Africa survived. <laughs> I imagine by staying inside most of the time. <laughs> or wearing South African sunblock. Yes. 
which is probably stronger than American sunblock. I would imagine so. I would hope so. It would need to be. And yeah, no, he wouldn't be Arab. He'd be African. But that goes into the dialogue about any the people above the Nile. Mm-hmm. They don't claim to be African because they've identified African with a culture and not the continent. Mm-hmm. So you can go to YouTube and find videos of them saying, I'm not African. Bitch, you live in Africa. <laughs> you are an African booty scratcher if you've ever scratched your ass. What? I'm just saying. Anybody, you lost anybody in Africa that ever scratched their ass is an African booty scratcher. You just lost You know we used to use that. We did. You know we used to use that, uh, you know. We did. Roasting, where they call it roasting today. We used to call it joning. Yeah. With people. Yeah. Which I don't even cracking. know what the, How do you even spell it? Joning and crack. I don't know. We used to call it cracking. But yeah, now it's roasting. Okay, Was next question. Another? Three. Why do black people claim Egypt like it's theirs, even though it's technically the Middle East? And even so, isn't that technically South Asia? Is Egypt? Yeah, is Egypt it? is in Africa. It's I above was just the Nile. Say. <laughs> it's above the Nile. It's Africa. So we go back to the same dialogue about that. But now, when you say why do black people claim Egypt, now you've gotten into hotel black Israelite <laughs> because they go to start talking about how we were once kings. <sighs> And yada yada blah blah blah. Uh, I don't like that stuff. I no. feel like Kendrick Lamar next album gonna be a bunch of whole and black Israelite. Don't you put that out in the universe? I'm hopeful that he that was a phase and that he is not gonna. He do said, that. "I ain't black no more. I'm, I'm a, a black Israelite." Listen, people go through phases. <laughs> Maybe him doing the 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 soundtrack for Black Panther. Like brought him back. I don't know. That shit about Wakanda. It is. That shit might have. He might have dove in the deep end with that shit. Wakanda's he might have been over there beating on drums with a mask on and all kinds <laughs> of shit. Wakanda's not a real place though. It's not an actual place. So. I mean, I'm hopeful that it's a phase and that he's he's not because I love Kendrick and I I don't need Kendrick to be a hotel. I don't want that. We don't need him to be that. No. Now, this question is from me, Leroy the Great, personally. <sighs> Leroy Ketchum, Nerd Plate Podcast. Yeah. Check it out. Being in an interracial relationship, my damn self, why do I or my partner have to get flack from everybody for dating outside my race? Yes, I know that people can say love you to who you want, but to love. I know people can say love you who you want to love, but I don't really know if I believe everyone that says so, as I still get looks from both sides, black and white, whenever I walk with my significant other. So for fuck me, them people. That's fuck them one because you found some like <laughs> as somebody that is dating and it's it's just going real, <laughs> just real, real something right now. <laughs> if you can find somebody that can put up with your shit and she can put up with yours, it don't matter. And I'm I'm and I know that that doesn't make you feel better when you out and people are staring at you, but fuck them i mean they don't matter in the big scheme of things they just don't uh people are stupid i don't know like i i think part of it is just you know because i i will say that i i have gotten upset when i've seen some black celebrities wives and i'll be like damn she white damn <laughs> i do do that i will admit that but at the end of the day it doesn't matter it really doesn't 
And the only reason I do that is because, you know, in my in, in fairy tale land where I might have had a chance, <laughs> I no longer have a chance. And so that makes me angry. But it doesn't matter. People stupid. You you could spend all day trying to figure out the why. It, it's not gonna matter. Like it's not gonna be a reason that that makes sense or that means that they should have the right to be staring y'all down and shit. Like it's stupid. People are stupid. Personally, I like seeing interracial couples. You know, I'm I'm hopeful that at some point our society ain't gonna give a fuck enough about color. That that shit gotta be the, at the forefront of my psyche. That ain't really a dialogue for me because I think my kids gonna go through this shit and my kids' kids gonna go through this shit. I just think I'm gonna be long gone before the ideals I have about society are potentially realized if they ever are. But seeing interracial couples help me realize that those people are willing to go through a bunch of fire for their relationship. Yep. And I think that to me drives home how deeply they want to be together and how strong their relationship is. I just, I just hope as with these two, I know this the case, but I hope that most interracial couples know each other deeply enough to be able to withstand those things. Yeah. And they've been together forever. So yeah, obviously they didn't been through y'all have probably been through the worst of the worst. I mean, other than when you have your, kids running around but there's a lot of interracial couples that get together based on their own merits of how they treat other people and don't realize how they're going to be treated by the outside world oh, because yeah. they treat that person the way they think they should be treated mm-hmm. like a lot of people a lot of white people don't realize how harsh the white world is when you get with a black person yep. and a lot of black people don't realize how harsh the black world is yeah, when you get with a white person. It's black people that get upset about that shit. Yeah, it's people that don't like that shit, you mm-hmm. know? So, but Like I said, at, at this point in my life, I've just recognized that finding somebody that that you mesh well with is just difficult. And, and if you can do that regardless of who, who what color, it don't really matter. And like I said, y'all have been through so much, obviously, together because of how long you've been together that fuck them folks i mean it, it again they're not gonna give you a reason that you would be like okay that makes sense like whatever the reason is for them mean mugging y'all is gonna be something stupid and an issue with them not an issue with y'all like you know i i had a friend who was gay and white but obviously people didn't know by looking at him that he was gay so we would get dirty looks all the time because people would assume that we were a couple so i wasn't even in an interracial relationship and yet got dirty ass looks for no reason but we would literally be out walking in the summit and motherfuckers would just be stay and we like the fuck me mugging the shit out of us for no reason it's like if you only knew that you probably would be even more upset if you knew what his actual sexuality was you'd probably be even more angry about that than him walking around out here with me <laughs> so i ain't his type uh color or no color i'm i'm just not his type so and let's not discount the fact that you live in the South. Yep, that too. You know, this is the Bible Belt. Yep. The reason the Bible was used as a reason to keep cultures from intermingling. And the laws in, in this Southern culture were created to keep interracial proms from happening, keep interracial yep. marriages from happening. So you got a lot of old people that still exist. Like, I stopped working at Red Lobster a couple of years ago, but when I was working there, 
old people that came to eat there still remember coming in there to dine and black people having to eat out the back. Those people are still alive. So the people that had a life where they didn't have to look at those things, they still exist. Mm -hmm. And and even if they gone, their kids that they taught them messages to still exist. Yep. You know? So don't worry about how people look at you in that regard. No. Black or white, if you found something that you won't have it. Yep. You know, if you don't want to raise kids in that environment, I advise you move out of the South. Yep. I went to California and I ain't seen no black people <laughs> till I went past the Jamaican spot. <laughs> don't get me wrong, that was sprinkles. And I saw like car rhyme by with a black person i was like that's a black person <laughs> you know otherwise it was just a diverse range of people a bunch of different types of people holding hands hugging more interracial couples than regular you know because it's California. Straight, reg- they were one of the most couples. liberal ass co- uh states in more in interracial couples than intraracial couples yeah it's a in lot california of- so there are places you can go where it mm-hmm. don't feel that way alabama ain't one of them it is not the place you can still get lynched in alabama at the wrong day at the wrong time the wrong place there's still incest that goes on here like that that just think about that like a lot of the people that's probably mean mugging you has incest in their family you really give a fuck what they think like fuck them yeah fuck them if they mean mugging they probably done put their handprint on their cousin ass before i hate you so much (laughs) (laughs) that you can see Fuck them folks. They all white. That's they all white. white. <laughs> Indeed. Was that his last question? We still going. Nigga. Now for the bad part. Of course. Red on- <clears throat> Sorry. Red, go on and get ready. This video is for you. I find it hilarious. This particular video was of a, a blind man with a seeing eye dog that looked up under this woman's skirt and the After woman thought up, it was him. The woman thought it was him, got mad, found out it was the dog, was okay with it. When they got home, the dog described to him in full bark, mind you, that what, what her, the, ass, what her like. ass looked like. And the man, the blind man, proceeded to masturbate to it. That was. I can't get those minutes <laughs> of my life back. First I'll post of all. it somewhere for you. Two, Migos is great, and if I can find a way to get their stir fry made from them, would you eat it? No. What is your beef with Offset and either Takeoff or the True Huncho Quavo? Listen, first of all, I'm not eating shit Migos make. <laughs> no, thank you. I just, I have told you this before. Migos is not music that was made for me. It just isn't. Mumble rap was not, is not, was not made with me in mind. That's not my genre, so... My issue with them, it ain't even the music. I hate to see black people with money being stupid with their money. That's all. And so you buying three watches, like I, I, I don't know what kind of longevity Migos got. To Quit be acting like if I would they not were fiscally buy- responsible. <laughs> that you would be listening to some damn Migos. You're right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't still be listening to the music. But like, I think he told me why I talk shit about them. The reason I talk shit about them ain't really because of the music. It could ain't fucking stupid. They're idiots. You you wear three watches and 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 wearing Gucci to go get some. Well, that's just Quavo. Shit. What about Offset and Takeoff? What do you know about them? What do they do? No, Offset. Was it Quavo that had the three no, watches? No, no, no. It was, it was Offset. Offset. What about Takeoff or, or Quavo? I don't know nothing about them niggas other than the fact that they in this group are just as ridiculous. So why don't you just isolate Offset for his fiscally irresponsible shenanigans 
rather than lumping them all together. It's who, three people. Who was the one that was talking bad bullshit? All of them. <laughs> no, that was saying. I don't I, know which one, but they all talk like that. Okay, well, that's the reason for me to not like any of them. Okay, let I me. Can't, I cannot respect anybody that can't enunciate their words. So I had a conversation with Leroy, and I had a conversation with another friend. And okay. I'm going to try to verbalize my issue with a lot of the new music, especially this. Now, for a responsible person that I assume Leroy is, yes, at least 40% of the time. <laughs> Damn, that nigga didn't even get over the half. He got 40. No, Leroy is like, Leroy is like kid-like, ball adult-like. Is he ball. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, no, it's like a it's a fun mixture it of is. a person to have in your environment, oh, right? Oh, yeah. He is a fun like, mixture to have in the group. I imagine, and I, I t- he was at the, we went to eat last night, and he was at the bar getting some more food, and I told, uh, I told his lady, I feel like he's so random <laughs> that he just show up at the house with two nunchucks in each one of his hands <laughs> and be like, we need to get a dog. <laughs> like, what the, f- <laughs> what, what is all, huh? <laughs> like, I just feel like he would have those moments, like, well, he just is like, I don't know how you got here, but I'm going to see where it leads type situation. <laughs> we need to get a you dog. Know, but we were having that conversation and he, you can't be serious all the time with music from his perspective. You can't That's listen real. to Kendrick damn Lamar 100% of the time. Sometimes I just need some music where I ain't got to think about nothing. I can just go with the beat, go with the random words that yeah. don't make sense that I barely understand right. or that I understand that don't make sense. I just go at that sometimes. And that's cool. Yeah. When you're a, a responsible adult that have those spurts of needing a mm-hmm. break from thought, that's fine. That's what I do with my video games. But what I think is the young kids today are are treating that whole thing as a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Not just a spurt no. of, of I'm not worried about nothing. I don't want to think about nothing. Oh, no. they hard. I think no. they take yeah. on it as a whole. I don't uh-huh. think about shit persona. And that's why you have a whole bunch of kids that we work with that's fucked up. Yes, indeed. And that's not interested in, in anything different. I had a conversation with a client one time who thought it was childish to wear color condoms. So I would go, <laughs> look, I would, just, just bear with me for a second. So I had kids on my caseload who were going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And they my clients. <laughs> If they say, you know, I don't want you to talk to my mama about this, mm-hmm. I got a decision to make. Yeah. Because it depends on the level of danger that they putting themselves in. Oh, yeah. And I make sure they understand that from jump. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. if you are a client that is responsible and seems to protect yourself through this dialogue that we've had and you're, you know, having what. I guess when you're too young, ain't no such thing as really responsible sex because you shouldn't be doing it that age anyway. But if you're having sex responsibly on the terms that adults have sex responsibly, Mm. then that ain't really a danger. No. So I always went to the health department. They give you a bag of free condoms, Mm -hmm. about 15 at a time. Yeah. And I, you know, give them to kids who need them. Um, With parents that were cool, Mm -hmm. I would communicate to them Talk to your son. Yeah. About things that black families don't talk to their kids about. Okay. <laughs> talk to your kids about the birds and the bees. That would lead them down a the direction. But that's after I've been working with them. That's after I know they're not going to get irate. Yeah. Because 
what I don't want to do is break my trust and relationship with the kid. Yep. So I had some condoms for one kid and they were red. And he said, what do I look like wearing red condoms? That's childish. <laughs> what? I'm like, what? You childish. You childish and your ass should not be having sex. It ain't no childish way to have sex. If you protect yourself, that is the most responsible way that you can have sex. But you telling me that it's childish because it's red? And you would rather have sex without a condom at all than have a sex with uh, have sex with a condom that has a color hue to it. <laughs> Boy, gonna tell your mom on your ass. I mean, listen, I but that I, that's the level of yeah. I don't, don't think about shit irresponsibility that it seems like is coming from this genre of music because these kids ain't able to discern what's important to listen to, mm-hmm. what's not important was valuable was not valuable they just treat it all like this bullshit ass lifestyle like these rappers do i give an assignment to my teenage i give it to adults sometimes too uh to write a soundtrack to their life write a soundtrack to your life come up with a name for the movie after that's gonna play you and seven to ten songs that will be on the soundtrack to your life right <laughs> most of the kids now is full of Migos songs. Like these are songs that's supposed to represent your life, your life from birth to now. <laughs> it's Migos songs, Migos songs. This represents your life, like your life, like like all the stuff that you've been through, all of the shit with your parents. Migos songs, mostly Migos songs. Migos and like other little rap folks that I ain't never fucking heard of. So. <laughs> they take it a lot more seriously than like a, a a break from like realism and i don't just listen to kendrick lamar and i have those moments when i want something but like i don't go to migos like i go to music from like when i was younger and listen to music so like i i go to i'll go to like fucking um tupac and his some of the lighter stuff not the heavier songs or um biggie or i i do have songs that i listen to when i want to just like if i'm cleaning up around the house or but it ain't it's never migos <laughs> it's never migos never because it ain't made for me and i didn't told him this on many of occasions i know that this music was not made for me it wasn't it was not made with me and mine and so i don't listen to it like i said migos are stupid they they are gonna be this group that when <laughs> where are they now and they gonna be living in their mama's basements in the house that they bought their mama but in the basement of that house. maybe but <laughs> there's some credence that should be given to their ability to get to where they are now whether they manage that effectively or not i, I don't know if we can say that they smart from that i don't but they at least lucky <laughs> i feel like they lucky uh, i don't know I don't know. I, I'm not going to measure that. <laughs> Three, I have to think of a different name other than Red Velvet because that name is not as fresh as it used to be. Something that will incite saying blood within you. What? <laughs> also, what anime do you watch? <laughs> I hate him. Uh, I don't really watch anime. I did like One Punch Man. You got me to watching that. I did enjoy One Punch Man. So that that's the, that's the slippery slope. You can now say that you enjoy an anime. Okay. So that means that there's potentially other anime to enjoy. I guess. So for right now, all I can say is One Punch Man. I have watched a a ridiculous amount (laughs) 
of Dragon Ball Z. Not because I wanted to, because I lived in a house with a, a a younger brother that was a fucking hardcore Dragon Ball Z fan. So I probably know way more about Dragon Ball Z than the average female my age, <laughs> especially for somebody that don't give a fuck about it. But super like it, the reference to Super Saiyan, um, or saying blood. I, I I I've watched quite a bit of Dragon Ball Z. It wasn't willingly. Um, I got to get you on another show. One punch. The only reason I like One Punch Man is because I like his personality because he, he, he has a very dry humor. And so that's what made me like watching it. Is, and he was just so nonchalant about like fucking these monsters up. Like he just come in and be like, bam. And then that was it. I got to put you on a serious anime. So. Attack on Titan or I've Psycho heard of Pass. that one. My brother I, watches something called Fairy Tale, like hardcore. Uh, like fairy, I don't. I mean, I haven't watched it. He, I probably it. like it. I mean, he I know it got the action. Fucking loves Fairy Tale. He I don't got like that the name. Shit. <laughs> he got the emblem tattooed on him. That's how much he likes this show. Like my brother, hardcore loves Fairy Tale. And when he first told me that, like the name of it, I was like, he watches some Care Bear type shit. What the fuck is Fairy Tale? He was like, no. And then he tried to explain to me what it was, and I was like, okay. It just sounds like some Care Bear type shit. The name. Okay. Sorry. And we would love for you guys to come and visit us over at the studio and hang out for an episode of two. May the force be with you. Leroy T. Ketchum, PhD Sensei of All Things Nerd Plate Incorporated. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'll come be on the show whenever y'all want me to. Just call me and I'm there. Well, Rockman asked me about being on the show. I don't know what I could contribute to the show, really, because I'm not, like, hardcore. I play video games, which I don't think Leroy knew. I do play video games, but I'm nowhere near the level that they're at, so I I don't really know. Other than talking shit about them. They talk them, about other shit? They do? Yeah. Maybe that's why he wanted me to come. I'm willing. I'm down. Y'all let me know when y'all want me to come and talk shit. That's what I do. We can do it. We can do it. All right. Is that it? All that's all okay thank y'all for sending in questions even i mean even the appreciate ones. you for not monopolizing uh an hour and 13 minutes god damn nerd plate shit well but it's appreciated though really it, is. Like, it's it really is it was cool um if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it in to the gmail account which is conversation con artist at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook or apparently you can send it to us on soundcloud uh we probably need to start with black panther since we let's start with black time. panther this is no spoilers no no spoilers the movie was fantastic fucking amazing not gonna talk about the movie though no want to talk about things surrounding the movie so and some of y'all black ass motherfuckers that can't let people live and aren't white and they aren't white that can't let those of you who (laughs) won't let people have shit damn so black panther everybody been waiting for black panther Mm -hmm. i mean ever since the first preview came out i was excited as shit waiting and seeing all of that melanin on the screen in such a positive light let me emphasize that the positivity of the movie the fact that this was a superhero from uh african nation with motherfucking women as his bodyguards that are like tough as fuck like it was such a positive view of black folks so what other movies do we see a whole bunch of brown people on the screen slave movies. there we go <laughs> the only time you see a group of a whole bunch of exclusively black people slave in slavery movies. slave movies 
And it ain't that I don't feel like that. Let me, because that it's not that I don't. Everybody always talking when I say this shit. Be oh, you gonna forget your history, motherfucker? I am reminded constantly. There are so many things that remind me about slavery. I can assure you, I shan't forget it. It's not gonna be forgotten. But we are not just fucking slaves, and that shit irritates me. If I don't want to go watch a slave movie, I'm a bad black person because I recognize that we did more shit. We contributed more shit to society than being fucking slaves. And I get tired of seeing that on the screen. I get tired of our black actors. If they want to be in a, a Emmy nominated fucking movie, that they, uh, they got to be in some slave shit. I get tired of that shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I want to see us do some of the, the positive shit that we've done. Cause we've done plenty of positive shit other than civil rights shit and slavery. Those are not all that we are. It just ain't. I'm sorry. And I get tired of seeing that shit. So when Black Panther came out, I was like, what the fuck? Positivity? Ain't nobody no slave? We're not fighting for civil rights? We're doing something else? Oh my God, it was amazing. And you know what? People keep saying, Black Panther ain't the first black superhero. <laughs> Bitch, who was written before 1966? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you heavy comic book heads will find some names that are not in the mainstream that yep. we don't know. But I don't think Blade was written before that. No. In DC, I don't think Cyborg was written before that. So one, Black Panther, if he ain't the first black damn superhero, he is the first black superhero that was well received by all groups of people. He the first black superhero to get a Marvel movie, motherfucker. How about that? Uh, his own movie not be in a movie blade blade is a marvel character however the caveat to blade is that in the eyes of the government he was killing regular people yeah so he was a murderer yeah technically because apparently he's the only one that knew vampires was vampires <laughs> and he would murder <laughs> their ass in the streets and nobody said why the fuck are all of these people he killing turning to dust <laughs> instead of having a body there <laughs> So Blade, but Blade still is an individual. It, it still represents an individual. Uh, yeah. Meteor Man was supposed to die. He was not supposed to get hit by a speeding rock from outer space and survive. <laughs> Blank Man was damn special needs. They, those are not, yeah. <laughs> no. But like, they keep putting these, these memes up of all these different heroes in black movies. Cyborg don't got his own movie yet. Guess what? And he don't seem to be a happy person no way. Why does Black Panther have to take away from any of them? Like, can't we just be happy? Those exist and ain't nobody saying that they did it, motherfucker, but we are excited about this one. Like, people just can't let folks be happy. You gotta take something from it all the time. Like, people showed up and showed out. This movie has made millions of dollars in, in its first weekend. It didn't broke records in its first weekend. This is a black produced movie this is a black acted movie with like two white people in it that broke all of these records black people showed up supported the movie and y'all still got a goddamn problem with it like what the fuck they, they salty about the movie and i ain't even talking about regular salt i ain't even talking about himalayan pink salt i'm talking about wakanda vibranium salt that's the kind of salt that people have with this movie so white people are mad because black people are just enjoying a thing you have never ever had you don't lack amount of heroes to have you know what i'm saying 
You don't lack an amount of heroes to have. You can choose anybody in the Marvel Universe Iron to Man, say, Captain America, you can be a little boy and say, this is who I want to be. Spider-Man. And I can say that, <laughs> but it's not authentic to the experience culture-wise. Nope. Black Panther is a culture cultural experience and connection for black kids and brown kids. That's why that's It's needed. a superhero that look like them. Riri, the new Iron Man, that's going to be yep. a cultural experience. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's important to have that representation and when you are part of the alt-white that takes that representation for granted and makes it seem like nobody else needs that representation, that's just selfish. Or like the color don't fucking matter because anytime one of your precious white uh, characters is is made any kind of color, it don't even have to be black, y'all lose your fucking mind. Y'all was ready to hangs and die ass for being in the Spider-Man movie. So miss me with the, Domino. it shouldn't matter. <laughs> Domino, uh, Zazie Beats, is that her name? Zazie Beats, the lady that played, uh, she played Childish Gambino girlfriend on Atlanta. It's her, I hope her name ain't Zazie Beats. That's I think I name. got it wrong. <laughs> Zazie Beats, <laughs> Zazie Beats, that's her name. That is terrible. Z a z i e b e e t z. All right, that's her name. But she's playing Domino in Deadpool too, and I fully expect her to have a throw out the ass. Yeah, yeah. For that role. Yep. And I'm going to be here for that shit. I mean, on top of being here for Deadpool anyway. Love Deadpool. Definitely going to be here for Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool some is natural hair goodness yep. with Zazie Beats. Yep. But People just so, so that's one part. You know, all white can't have shit. You know why? We got it. We don't like when other people have it. Mm -hmm. You know what? If you're a woman, can't have that shit. Hey, if you're brown, can't have that shit. We want everything. All right? So now... If you're black and you out here talking about you didn't support the birth of a nation, it was produced by black this and it raised by black hey, that and this about your history. Guess what? But y'all getting all dressed up and going out for Black Panther blah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? Just shut up. Shut up right now. Don't say nothing else about that. You don't have to conflate all of these different things. A person can be excited about a fictional character in a fictional country that shows some fucking black excellence on the screen that we never get to fucking see without conflating it with a story about the history and i didn't watch the birth of a nation i should have let me tell you something One, because just... a rapist was in it uh, and yeah. number two because i know more than shit about nat turner before i have to watch that fucking movie uh... i know plenty about nat turner before people make me feel like i gotta watch a goddamn produced <laughs> one and a half hour damn movie to know something about my history bitch you watch that movie I do not watch black struggle movies. And you can kiss my ass, feel however you feel about that. I know what has happened. It's not that I don't, I want to forget our history. It's not that, that I don't remember it or don't want to remember it. It's that we were more than that. And I don't want to, every time I go to the theater to see black folks, I don't want it to be us getting fucking whipped. I'm sorry. That's, that's not how I wanted to view my people. So I choose not to go and see those movies. I'm sorry. And part of the reason, like I said, that I was so intent upon supporting Black Panther is because these black actors got to be in a movie where they did not have to play slaves. They did not have to play people that were beaten down by life and beaten down by a system and beaten down just in fucking general. They got to play some positive roles. And I want to support the shit out of it because I'm hopeful that in supporting this, maybe Hollywood would make more movies like this with positive roles where we are not 
slaves i'm sorry i get tired of that shit i don't know how the fuck y'all don't get tired of that shit i'm not finna sit around and just watch slave movies all the time i'm not and it isn't because i i don't appreciate our history i know that a lot of people died for me to be where i'm at today i don't want to fucking see the shit I have to deal with my own little micro racism or microaggressions at work and shit. That's enough of a reminder that my ass is black and that we've been just getting shitted on since forever. I, I don't want to go on my free time <laughs> in my regular life and watch that shit. That's my choice. And you can't tell me that I, I'm not proud to be black or I'm not supporting the culture because I don't want to watch this shit. Like, kiss my ass. Why don't you go watch Birth of a Nation? and be happy or be sad i would imagine and 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 you let me just live my fucking life and those people who are making a big fuss about people dressing up to go to black panther where was that shit for star wars <laughs> where is that shit for star trek where is that shit for lord of the rings yep. where is that shit for any movie that has a strong fan base for the criticism for the fans to be able to dress up how they want to dress up Every time Rocket Horror Picture Show and that movie old as fuck is shown, motherfuckers go to the theater dressed up as characters and throw shit at the screen. Now, the only, my only qualm with it, considering that my dialogue is strongly hinged upon cultural appropriation at the times it happens, is if I want interest for me, if I want interested in wearing a dashiki, oh yeah, yesterday I'm definitely not gonna do it. For the sake of a of a of a movie, yeah, that's not yeah, to yeah. say nobody else can do it or that I frown upon it or anything. I wouldn't stop anybody from doing it. That's just me. I don't know if if a if a print, you know, African wardrobe is even respectful or not. I don't know if you can buy a, a headscarf already wrapped or if you wrap it wrong if it's offensive. I don't know. I don't know enough about the culture to do that thing. And yeah. when I talk about cultural appropriation, it's about plagiarism versus citing your sources mm -hmm. and i didn't know enough about the stuff i was looking at to to wear any of that or put it yeah. on but on facebook i'm gonna say this on the group there is an africa a girl from um nigeria that broke down all of the different tribes that everything that is shown in black panther is from and mm -hmm. it's very interesting you know it i mean it goes to the plate the plate uh lip plate the lip, lip plate plates. It tells you what culture that came from, the the hair. It, they infused a lot of different African cultures into Wakanda. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know if that's offensive to to those cultures or not, but you know. I th well, here's the thing. I think that uh what's it Ryan what's it? Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler when when might they have a chance to do this again? I think they infused it with as much african culture from different cultures to give everybody some representation because who the fuck knows <laughs> when this might be allowed to happen again so i don't even think it was done i mean hopefully they did some research i'm sure it was done tastefully i'm sure they didn't just go in and steal a bunch of ideas and look from binoculars on a helicopter and be like <laughs> we gonna put that shit on people in black panther hopefully yeah. it was created with an open dialogue and something that helped open the eyes of some of the traditions of other cultures yeah. and that's kind of all i'm talking about when it comes to cultural appropriation cultural appreciation comes when you allow a person to be recognized for what they contribute to your society when it's a society that's made up of different cultures mm -hmm. that's all i'm asking when it comes to that but black panther is a fantastic movie Fucking amazing. go see it 
is 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 great for everybody. Anybody should be able to enjoy that movie as an action movie, as a Marvel movie, as a compelling story. To me, it's one of the best stories that Marvel has told. Mm -hmm. It's definitely the best villain that they have in the terms of connecting with the villain. Yep. And all of the actors played the shit out of their roles. Yep. I mean, it was it was a good. It was just. You a still gotta see that episode movie. of Black Mirror. Cause the sister was in black that last I got yeah, I season that. four of the last episode of Black Mirror. It's a fantastic movie. Anybody can enjoy it if you are, are of African or African descent. You can particularly be connected to it. And if you're the parent of a a brown child or educator or a therapist, it was of a, a lot child, of educate teachers that needed. took teachers like, took their needed. classes. Like it, I was so glad to see that. Like there were teachers that took their whole class to go see it. There were parents that that took their kids and their friends like it and that's the thing it's like i don't understand how you could see this and hate on it when such positivity came out of it and if you feel a certain type of way because the movie that you like wasn't the movie that the positivity came out of does it matter like the fact that this happened should be good and and instead of you just making complaints and shit. so when i was little i was the only i probably told this story before i was the only black kid in my daycare mm -hmm. and me and three other friends that were white, clearly, because I was the only black kid, mm -hmm. we played Ghostbusters. It's one black Ghostbuster. Yep. I was always the black Ghostbuster. I didn't have another option. Nope. They weren't going to let me be the white ones because we, we were at the age where we knew color and we knew I need to look like this person and they need to look like that person. Yep. When their parents found out that they... At a certain point, they wanted to be, we wanted to switch it up. Mm -hmm. When their parents found out they wanted to be the black Ghostbuster, two of them removed their kids from the school. And one of the parents, a grown ass person, came up to me before I was five and told me I can't play with their kid no more because of that shit. What? So there is a, there, there is isolated black representation, but. Damn, this the first movie where these kids get to look at the whole array of characters and say, and I want to be that one. Yep, yep. I want to be that one. <laughs> yep. I want to be that one. I want to be that one. We don't have that much of that shit. Yep. Black Dynamite don't count. No. Nope. It ain't for kids. Oh, Cole going to get upset. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know Cole love Black Dynamite ain't for kids? It's not for kids. <laughs> you don't want them to choose. The whole overarching story of Black Dynamite was they was drinking, drinking alcohol that was making their dicks little. That's not for kids. Not. So when you're talking about a family-friendly way that children get to see themselves represented to where they can choose who they want to be, and it not just be isolated to one or two characters, there it is. I want to read this because it's so funny. Somebody wrote Black Panther Eve. Did you see this? Nope. <laughs> it's like, uh, what is it? The Night Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's based off of that. <laughs> "'Twas the night before Black Panther and all through the hood. Not a Negro was ice grilling or wishing a nigga would. The black joy was electric and hung in the air in the hopes that T'Challa would soon be there. The chicken was fried and the platters all packed because we know at the movies we ain't paying for snacks. With his new Jordans polished and her eyebrows on fleek because Keisha and Tyrone got their outfits last week. Black, uh, black beauty and excellence. So hype, I can't hide it. But I don't see color, said Amy. Bye, Becky. You tried it. We'll be dressed to slay no matter the weather. And if you get in our way, we will get you together. Been needing this joy. Yes, me and my fam. And if you try to block it, you gon' catch these hands. So to all my black people wearing dashikis, kenti, or leather, 
Let no one block your black joy, cause Wakanda forever. Mm. <laughs> Did you see that there was a movie theater where people had plates of chicken? I don't know where. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. It's like, where the fuck was this at? You know, I was reading a thing that said movie theater. They don't know where the, the myth came from that you can't bring snacks and shit in the movie theater, but. Like nobody gonna search you or stop your ass with snacks and shit. I don't know if they they like they saying that ain't nowhere in their rule books. Yeah, maybe it's like some aggressive managers and shit or something. Maybe so at certain locations or maybe unspoken rules in a system. Yeah, you never know. But go check out Black Panther, y'all. It's fucking amazing. It's good. It's so good. Great, fantastic, <laughs> awesome, amazing, magnificent, spectacular. <laughs> I need a bird call. <laughs> Birdman has put a ring on it. Him and Tony Braxton are engaged. And you know what? Every time I say something about this story, I've had people be like, What's so wrong with that? Tony Braxton and Birdman are not two people that I would have put together. They're not two people that I feel like anybody would have put together. Like when I first it was such a joke. Like when people first heard they was hanging out when they were at the award show together people was making memes and shit talking about so Tony bleak three times if you in trouble. <laughs> so you know even with her, her bankruptcy I, Birdman was not who I saw her with but they're engaged apparently. So, I'm disappointed. <laughs> you know, Why are you and I'm not disappointed in Birdman. Birdman is just a dog trying to get some treats. You know, <laughs> he's the one on the underside of this. He's the one that is getting lucky. Yes. Tony Braxton, on the other hand, not only is she the unlucky one, but she's betraying the persona that she's created in her music. For me, I like Tony Braxton. Yeah. I know a couple of her songs from beginning to end. One of them is one of my shower songs. But you know what? <laughs> what song is your shower song? I ain't gonna tell you what song <laughs> is my shower songs of her songs. This is my okay. personal shit. All right. If I tell you, then it become everybody's and I won't sing in the shower no more. It's mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know what? Birdman ain't finna play no goddamn Spanish guitar. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay? No, he's not. That's a rap on that one. So don't expect it, Tony. Number two, this man ain't an angel. No. So he gonna break your heart? Yes. But it ain't gonna be an angel to break your heart. It's gonna be a devil or a bird or whatever he considers himself while y'all together in this relationship. They don't even look right together. Like... He, I mean, if he found somebody to give him the the, the booty finger or the booty fist, back I don't to know. This. Oh my he God. Might be, he might be wilding out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He kicked all the women off the stage for the dudes. <laughs> so I will never forget that video. Like that shit is. If y'all just Google, not Google, YouTube, Birdman kicking niggas out. Like this shit is so funny. We fuck with the niggas. You know, too. <laughs> I would say if you talk to Birdman, like you talk to Dr. Dre at the beginning of that video, he wasn't man enough. Oh, yeah. He gonna beat your ass. But really, Dr. Dre would've beat your ass if it was really Dr. Dre. Uh, true. Instead of that character. Yeah. Because yeah. he was whooping ass out here. He was. Indeed. And I just feel like this whole situation is just gonna be another sad love song. 
because the song references are killing me. Is the, I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> I like Tony Braxton. Fuck around and tell him just be a man about it. Fuck around and tell him he wasn't man enough. <laughs> you gonna get your ass beat. And he gonna go beat somebody's ass. Birdman still but not trying with his to fist. iron out all of these fucking financial shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's still trying to fix all of this shit he got going on. Like he just got a house taken from him because he hadn't been paying it, and he got all of this shit going on. Has Wayne? Is this album? Where are we at with the Wayne album? I don't know. (laughs) Like he got a lot of shit going on, and now she walked around with this diamond he didn't put on her finger. It's just. This is not where I saw talk. When I was young and I was listening to another la- another sad love song, this is not where I saw Tony Braxton going. <laughs> like this ain't where I saw her story ending. Is with Birdman. I can't do the Bird. And call. you know what, Tony? I'm still gonna listen to your songs that I got on my playlist. I ain't adding no new ones. <laughs> I'm not adding no new ones. I'm sorry. I don't give a damn how fire the songs you come out on your next album is. Well, she ain't came out with no five songs in a while, so you probably good. Well, she got Birdman now. <laughs> that don't mean that, that... I know it don't mean <laughs> shit. That's what I'm saying. It's a part of the problem. <laughs> Get somebody that builds you up. <sighs> I feel like Birdman just gonna have her ass fucking... He gonna be making her ass high. With substances, <laughs> though. Not with, like... You know, his masculinity and attraction and shit like the video. I hate you so with, much. Like weed. Well, not <laughs> even just regular weed. That shit that got a crazy ass name like Moon Rocks and that Wiz Khalifa shit. <laughs> Probably got his own damn weed. It's, it's, his brand of weed is just called <laughs> I don't know how you put that shit on a piece of paper. Like, I don't know how you write that. I don't know how you write that. That's gotta be call. what is his shit called. <laughs> bird call. Let me get some of that bird call, bruh. <sighs> Not unless you say it right. <sighs> Let me get some of that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Here you go. I'm so disappointed in her. I am. It's okay. So many people have been disappointed in me in this world. <laughs> She's just another one. True. But it ain't many of them that I got songs on my fucking playlist. <laughs> She's number two. I mean, I got a whole R. Kelly fucking playlist that I deleted. Now I gotta guess what your show song is. I'm still sitting over here trying to think of what it might be. I know all them hoes that I mentioned, but only one of them gets sung in the shower. <laughs> all right. So, gun stuff. Oh, fuck. Clearly, there was a school shooting another, in Florida. Another one. I don't even know the little motherfucking name. Okay. Something cruise. Little crazy ass boy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna call him. Little crazy. You know, they keep. They keep coming up with this. Oh, don't make the shooters the hero. Don't make them popular because other kids are going to want to do it. You know what? It wasn't no goddamn popular school shooters when Columbine happened. Nope. I don't think that shit had anything to do no. with making it, them popular and wanting to be famous. Like, you could be famous in a shitload of ways yep. outside of shooting up a whole school. Yep. I think that the kids in Columbine just tried a new way of terrorizing motherfuckers, and it became a new way of terrorizing motherfuckers. Yes. You know, once you introduce some new ways to do shit, it fucking catch fire. And that was pretty much back when it wasn't number fucking Yahoo chat rooms. And this was a it wasn't that It wasn't vast social media when Columbine happened. Nope. 
But like just right now, one kid eat fucking Tide Pods, all the kids in the fucking country eating Tide Pods. Still don't understand. So I'm just using that example to say that I think that when a trend catches fire, it does. And unfortunately, in this instance, Columbine was just the foundation of a lot of kids that would terrorize an environment through a combination of mental health issues, Mm -hmm. a combination of uh, access to things that they shouldn't have access to. And we got to have a conversation about that shit. Like, I don't know the timeline of the shooting and all that shit. I want to get into that shit. Right now, I'm just looking at what's going to happen. More guns. Because that's the answer to the, the apparently. The schools just need more guns to, like, shoot shooters when they so come the, in. The school need more guns. Yes. But what about what about the kid that don't have access to guns at home that but kid. strong arm his damn teacher and take that gun out of her hand and kill the classroom? I'm just telling you what these NRA types have been saying is that, that it's, guns don't kill people. People kill people. And so we need to arm the schools so the schools can t- defend themselves. So let's use that logic. Yeah, let's use that logic. The guns don't kill people. people if you kill got people. A, a, a three-year-old in your living room and a knife on the table, <laughs> and you see that three-year-old reaching for that knife, the problem ain't the knife. The problem ain't the toddler because we know that toddler brain fucked up. It ain't nothing but fucking jelly right now. It can't really form into a mass of, of pink matter at this point. You've determined that that child is incapable of of handling that weapon the issue in that scenario was access yes if you have that weapon in the reach of that child that's the problem the the knife by itself don't do shit no and the child without the knife can't do shit yep so the question is when it comes to if you if you want if they want to use that logic i'm finna second not me (laughs) how do we alter the access because without one and the other one the shit don't happen we live in a culture that strongly hinges upon having guns and having weapons Mm -hmm. i don't know why but (laughs) we have that culture it's here i don't support taking guns away motherfuckers like guns motherfuckers who are responsible with guns shoot them and have fun yep shoot the fuck out of them but how much is your individual fun worth when it comes to mass shootings like this how much is you enjoying shooting your ar-15 at a target because you can responsibly do it are you willing to sacrifice people do it have to happen in your community and no, your neighborhood with your cousins and your kids friends for you to say damn let me reevaluate because that's what's happening motherfuckers yeah. in florida is changing their ideas of how to oh, think yeah. about it because it was their kids <laughs> motherfuckers in columbine change their minds yep. and how they think about it but if it ain't happened near you you still trying to hold on to them old ways of thinking when it pertains to guns and weapons and shit like that and let's not blame mental health solely uh, and let's just say let's say it is mental health solely if it was mental health solely then in last february when y'all president rolled back the legislation that had been put in place by obama that made it harder for people to get the guns that had mental health issues how is if, if you believe now if you're saying now that that's the answer but you supported rolling that legislation back then then you full of shit you're full of shit it isn't just the mental health thing. It's a combination of things. It's not one or the other. It is a combination of things that needs to be approached in a combination of ways. So I read a tweet, a series of tweets that said, Chris Kyle, you know Chris Kyle, American sniper dude. Oh, yeah. He had 150 plus confirmed kills mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, which is a lot of kills. It is. 
Do you know how he got? You know how he got killed by one of his soldiers that had mental health issues that shot him at the gun range when they was going to shoot. Chris Kyle, a man that is vastly aware of guns, mm -hmm. gun safety, yep. and people with issues. Yep. Took a friend of his. Yep. To the gun range. Yep. Who had problems, had PTSD. Yep. This trained gunman that knew about gun safety was fully prepared as far as you can be having armed yourself. Mm -hmm. And he, not only that, but he texted his friend letting him know that I don't think it's safe for this guy to come to the gun range. Yep. Against their better judgment, they let him come to the gun range. Yep. At a gun range yep. where all three of these men were armed, that man was still able to turn around and shoot kill both, both of them, them and then leave. Yep. So you can't tell me that there is a level of preparedness that you can be that will ensure that this shit don't happen. Yep. When you're talking about a school teacher, she is there to teach. Ain't no way in shit I'm about to support adding training for guns to a teacher's checklist when y'all motherfuckers won't even let them write off the shit that they buy for their own fucking classrooms through this new tax plan that Donald Trump has. Yep. Like that shit is dead as far as I'm concerned. I will advocate against that shit to the death. Not because it's not a, 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 a way to look at it. It's just not a reasonable way to look at it comparing everything else. Yeah. It's just stupid to me. More so, guns. More guns in so, the schools. There is an intersection where mental health and guns cross. You can't cross too heavily over into mental health because there's a lot of people that have mental illnesses that are well-regulated. Mm -hmm. Why should they not be able to have guns? So you can't go too deep into the mental health issue. And you know what? You can't just let guns roam free because from my perspective, and I like to use extreme examples to show the greater context of a small dialogue that mm -hmm. we have. If it's never the tool, if it's never the tool that does the damage, why can't we have rocket launchers? Why can't we have armed <laughs> drones? Why can't we get tanks? If it's never the tool and only the people that access it, why can't we have any weapon that is available tanks don't in America? People, people kill Exactly. People. Why can't we have that shit? Maybe we can't have tanks because of the space to take up, but it's a ton of weapons we can't have. If it's never the weapon, why has there been some line drawn by somebody about what weapons civilians can versus can't have. Yeah. So the question we're asking is what weapons should continue to be on that list? Because AR if it's only the tool, why can't we have tools that do a much bigger mass destruction? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So have you seen what that kid looked like? I seen what he looked like. Looks like I'm trying Opie, to think of what he looked like. Opie Taylor. Opie Taylor. I don't even know who that is. Andy Griffin. The son? Yeah. He got mean eyes. His eyes is like the uh, Goombas from Mario. <laughs> like his eyebrows but slope down ears, naturally. The freckle. He just reminds me of Opie Taylor. Like his a, eyebrows like slope down naturally. Like the angry eyebrows, it's already like that. And that's how the Goombas be on, on Mario before you jump on their head and squash them to death. True. Their bodies disappear, which ain't realistic. It should stay there. <laughs> Bloody. But we have to have a conversation about where this shit meet in the middle, man. I mean, do you know anything about the fucking uh, gun show loopholes? Uh-huh. Go to a fucking gun show and just bop.
buy a goddamn gun. Yep. I watched a video on Facebook today of a 13-year-old going to buy a gun. In the matter of 30 minutes, he had a gun legally. Yep. You can't tell me that shit is normal. You can't tell me that shit supposed to be normal. A child ain't even old enough to have a gun, but he can go buy one legally through a process that don't vet, don't check for ages, that don't do shit. Well, a 19-year-old could get a gun, but they can't drink alcohol. <laughs> they barely can smoke. They just got to where you they would be allowed to smoke. They're not old enough yet to drink, but they are old enough to hold a gun in their hands. I don't understand that. I don't like it's just like we pick these arbitrary ages for shit because that 21 is the drinking limit but you can get a gun at 19 because he was 19 the shooter well you know that age limit had been increased from a lot of bullshit that was going on with kids like earlier in the you know 60s and 70s that shit was low that shit was like it's 16. still low in other like in other countries like, it's, in low, other countries, but, you know, it's low our country started trying to be more responsible. Oh, is they trying to be more responsible? I mean, we tried. We tried to do shit based. Like, as soon as psychology emerged and motherfuckers started exploring the problems that people have in our society, started becoming more conscious of that shit and making decisions based on the problems that we was having. You know, Sigmund Freud, they coked up asses, was, you know, making discoveries that was helping our society, so to speak. So, Raising the drinking limit was a good thing, you know. But they need to raise the fucking limit on on these guns. They need to do something, man. Yeah. They keep saying it ain't nothing that can be done. It ain't nothing that can be done. Okay, well, keep. It'll be plenty that can be done if your kid get exactly. killed by a goddamn exactly. gun. Exactly. You know, like because well, it ain't so. But kid. I am going to applause the shit out of these high school kids. Oh yeah, they because they are the coming yep. for that ass. They sure the fuck are. <laughs> they are coming for that ass. I and they're getting. I'm watching it. all their videos because I I really like seeing that side of high school kids because I work with high school kids that I gotta and, convince not to hit <laughs> girls raw in a train with their friends. Oh my God, gun enthusiasts are talking shit about the kids, talking about how they shouldn't be politicizing this tragedy. They watch their fucking friends get killed. Like they, I heard the story of a kid. They have these parameters in, in place if there is an active shooter, one of which, once the door is closed, you don't open it. Kid outside banging on the door, begging to be let in, could have shoot it in the hallway. They can't open the door. So they had to sit and listen to this kid screaming and pleading and begging for them to let him in and not open it, because they can't open the door, because then they're going to put at risk everybody in the classroom. So they got to keep the fucking door. Kids are living through that and you're telling them that they don't have a right to be upset at the laws or the lack thereof that allowed this 19-year-old to come and kill their friends. Like, that's bullshit. You really going to tell these kids that they don't have a right to speak out against this shit? Really? And they keep bringing up how the FBI didn't take these tips seriously enough to stop this from happening. You know how many they get? Well, they could have stopped this. Like, they should have stopped this boy. But there's a difference between your local fucking Florida FBI and the FBI. FBI. Those are two <laughs> different fucking things. Because in case people don't know, every state, had, there's the GBI for Georgia, ABI for Alabama. Each state has their own little branch of the FBI and that, whether, that are local. And whether they blame the the gun laws or not, they still have a right to be mad as shit at the government for not 
uh, supporting the if you see something, say something yep. rule that they've been out here acting like it's the be all end all to, you know, the cause of this situation. And Trump. You know, at the end of the day, if a motherfucker don't have a gun, motherfucker can't do nothing, okay? Yep. Now, that don't mean guns should not exist for anybody for that to happen, but the motherfuckers that should not have guns should not have guns, and we should know how to do that. You know, but I think a lot of people in our country, I really think a big issue is that there are a lot of people that if it get more serious with background checks that will have their guns taken from them. <laughs> I just think it's a lot of people yeah. who got shady histories and issues in their past and oh fuck domestic violence oh if domestic shit. violence in people's background would be a reason why guns get taken away it's a ton because of if you get if you get <laughs> if you get uh charged with domestic violence if you get charged with domestic violence you 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 can't you can't bear arms you can't have a gun so imagine how many men, if that were a part of the background check, would not be able to carry weapons. I think that's the big drive to limiting as much of that as possible. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose a large group of people. Yep. But at what cost? That's what we got to ask. At what cost? Because in my world, I ain't got shit in my background that's going to keep me from getting a gun. If I want to, I can go get every goddamn gun yeah. that that that's on the map. And you know what? Me too. I don't have a problem with the fucking government knowing that I got guns. Nope. Put me on a fucking list. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I'm doing right. Yeah. The only people that should have such a strong dialogue about not being on some kind of list of guns is if you did some shit wrong. Yeah. Or if you think that there's something in your past that would keep you from being able to keep your guns. That's the only thing I can think of. The only reason that a motherfucker, like, if you ain't did shit, then why does it matter? Yup. But, you know, I think that also speaks to the tales of two Americas, man. This is just showing me that, you know, when you talk about the base that Donald Trump have, you're talking about a majority of gun ownership. And when you're talking about, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton supporters or Bernie supporters, you're talking about a minimal number of gun, gun owners. Yeah. And I just think a lot of this dialogue is conflating the groups of people that live in America. They act like we all the same, but it's two different Americas out here. Mm -hmm. And there's articles out there that say, if y'all want to change gun laws, arm all black people. Have all black people go and get their licenses and have guns out here and be walking around with, you know, ARs on their backs and see how quickly the laws change. <laughs> You're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's going to be a mass bunch of arrests of black people. <laughs> For carrying guns that the same white people are carrying and not getting arrested for, yep. that's gonna change some laws. And you know, that's what's hypothesized. You know, but we live in two Americas that go back to that double edged sword that that we was talking about at the very beginning. That's just what our society is gonna be. Yeah. But we need to figure something out, man. Cause I don't want this shit to happen in Alabama. No. That shit happened in Florida. That's real close. It's close as fuck real close anyway do I have another story oh uh, Corinne Gaines uh, if y'all remember that story that's the lady who had a standoff with the police I'm sure she was mentally compromised somehow but the police came in shot killed her and shot her son mm -hmm. son was awarded 37 million dollars 37 million Got the grand pay. jury they found that he didn't have no right to shoot when yeah. he came in there anyway. So not enough to indict an officer, mind you, but enough to pay 
the child that was shot $37 million. Yeah. $37 million. That's a lot of money. That boy. So I hope nobody don't fuck that money off. Like, I hope they give them a small amount for the caretakers right now. And I hope they release a whole bunch of it to him when he's grown. Yeah. Like when he's of age, when yeah. he's old enough. Probably so. Because, you know, this kind of shit be fucking up families. Yeah. And people be stealing money. People <laughs> take money and disappear. Everybody gonna want to keep him now. Exactly. <laughs> I keep him. Nobody want him at first. I keep him. Where he at? All these family members popping he out the woodwork. Come stay with me. And you know we got kids. He can play with. <laughs> He'll be happy over here. <laughs> you know. And why? Imagine how much shit gonna come from that. You know, I'm probably the best place for him to be because you know her husband had a little thing back then about touching on little girls. <laughs> probably shouldn't be at that house. <laughs> you know shit finna come out oh, out yeah. now. They gonna be telling everything. Yeah. So we do. Oh, Marjorie, you ain't gonna talk about your husband that got poisoned somehow? <laughs> Don't nobody know how he died? <laughs> Not gonna talk about him? Huh? <laughs> Bitch, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> Bringing up old shit. <laughs> All my babies graduated from college without their father, because <laughs> he died of mysterious causes. Oh shit! Yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. But you, I would like, I would hope that they would put stuff in place to keep that from happening. I hope so. Because there's so. some shady people out here. Very much so. And he real young, easily to be taken advantage of, and mm-hmm. he lost his mom. So. You know. His mama was mentally compromised. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling what in the world was going on. He probably got a whole dashiki in there himself. Probably so. She seemed to be black power. Very much so. So Very black power. But mm-hmm. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that as long as your kid got some balance in his life. I be trying to tell parents, man, you can't be having your kids 100% black power out here. They still got to live in this bullshit ass society we yep. got. You know, you got your kid. Like we talked about last week with that uh that letter that the kid wrote. <laughs> you know? Uh on the, the, on the test or whatever that yeah. they, they had. Like, you can't be doing that shit, man. You gonna fuck these kids up out here. They gotta go to school with white people. They gotta listen to white people. Mm-hmm. And unless you fully plan on homeschooling your kids for their education, they still gotta go into the world yep. and deal with white people. Indeed. You know, if they walk in that bitch and say, like if they walk into somewhere trying to get a loan from a baker and say, what's up, colonizer? <laughs> they ass ain't getting shit. <sighs> no, they're not. They getting turned away. They like are. That we, would be hilarious. We have though. to unfortunately play this twisted game. This monopoly where alt-white America got to spin around and collect 200 pass go and collect 200 and get all the land and you know build on the land and build hotels on the land and banks on the land and school on the land and everything and then they finally let us get in on the game but now every land we space we land on we owe money yep and you know what because of the system that was created and their desire to keep black out of that system we didn't collect 200 when we passed go we went straight to jail most of the time like, that's the system that we operate under. So you can't have your kids out here 100% Black Panther woke hotel. <laughs> kids need balance in this world. Yep. Or they're going to go to an extreme that's far more extreme than the one you went to. Mm-hmm. You know, but 
It is what it is. You got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, go see Black Panther. Go see it. And go rate our our podcast on iTunes or whatever you you know listen to it on. And until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.